Welcome to Sewing Together. This is Eastland Appleton of AppletreeSewing.com. Welcome to the Sewing Together podcast from AppletreeSewing.com. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, I'm going to share my top tips for sewing with knit fabrics and some knit fabric history. Last podcast, I shared with you my number one sewing tip, which was be okay with making mistakes. Try something new. I often find that people, me included, are afraid to be unsuccessful at something and in turn, afraid to try something new. Do you know how long I've been planning this podcast series before I actually sat down to start recording it? Like at least two months. New things can be scary. Okay, so how does this relate to knit fabric tips? Well, sometimes people can find sewing with knits to be intimidating. Maybe you've tried sewing with knits before and got frustrated because it wasn't something you were used to. Though it's so important to try new things, it's also not going to do you any good to try something new and feel like you'll never be successful, so then you give up. You definitely should try new things, but in a somewhat prepared way. It's okay to make mistakes, but that doesn't mean going into something blindly because you can often learn bad habits or just be downright unsuccessful. For me, sometimes if I don't feel even a little bit successful when I'm trying something new, I likely won't try that again. Getting a few tips before you begin something new can be a great way to try something new in a prepared way. So first, let's talk about what knit fabrics are. There are basically three types of textiles or fabrics, knits, wovens, and non-wovens. Non-wovens are fibers that are just sort of pressed together, um, like with felt. Wovens are what quilt fabrics are made of, or like what your fabric on your sofa is made of. They're literally fibers woven together. If you've ever made a woven paper basket in school, um, it's the same sort of technique, like that over, under, over, under. It's not always one over, one under, but that's the general process. If you look really closely at woven fabric, you can actually see the fibers or the threads going over and under one another. So those are not the fabrics I'm talking about today. Knit fabrics are fibers that are knit together, just like how you knit with yarn and your needles, except that usually it's a machine that does it to create the fabric. Textile manufacturers use machines to knit the fibers together. So they're kind of like looped together and the loops allow the fabric to stretch in at least one direction. The direction of most stretch is perpendicular to the selvage, so like across from selvage to selvage, but sometimes they also stretch parallel to the selvage from cut edge to cut edge. Knits can be made of all sorts of fiber content. I mostly use cotton lycra blend for my children because cotton is a natural fiber, so they're less likely to get irritated by it, and it's also super soft. The lycra in it allows it to stretch and recover well, and recovery is how well it returns to its original shape after you stretch it. For myself, I'm not super particular with fiber content. I usually am more concerned with how the fabric looks and how it drapes. I use all sorts of different blends of cotton polyester, rayon, lycra. I mostly work with jersey knits, which have a knit side and a purl side, which is kind of like the back of the knit. The easiest way to tell the front and the back or the right and the wrong side of your jersey knit is to look for the knit and the purl sides. The knit side looks like there are fiber lines running up and down in the same direction of the selvage 
And the pearl side looks like the fibers run across from salvage to salvage. You can also pull the fabric along the direction of stretch, so from salvage to salvage, and the side that the fabric curls towards is the right side. I love to work with a rayon lycra jersey for my t-shirts, and that's what I recommend for the pattern drafting resource that I'm working on at appletreesewing.com, but lots of different knit fabrics will work. Now, although jersey is usually what I work with, there are lots of different types of knits. You can have French terry, you can have sweater knit, sweatshirt fleece, interlock, ponty, Liverpool, scuba, um, brushed poly, and probably lots more that I'm forgetting. Uh, next, we're going to talk a little bit about the history of knit fabrics. Now, the history of knitting is not exactly known. It seems the general belief is that the Egyptians were the first to knit sometime between 200 and 1200 AD, which is like a huge range of time. There's this great post on sheepandstitch.com that explains knitting is often mistaken for a similar looking but different technique. I'll link to that post in the show notes and you can find the show notes at appletreesewing.com slash podcast. Okay, so the history of knitting can be kind of confusing because it can be mistaken for this other type of technique. According to historyofinformation.com, in 1589 in England, a man named William Lee invented the first knitting machine to knit stockings. This was one of the first steps towards textile manufacturing in any way, which would take off about 200 years later. Um, And then in... 1916, Coco Chanel started using jersey in her fashion line, and it's been in fashion on and off since then. So the history of knit fabric is really interesting, but there's not a whole lot known. All right, now I'm going to tell you my sewing with knit fabric tips. You don't have to worry about writing them down. I will post a link to a document that has these tips in the show notes at appletreesewing.com slash podcast. Okay, so tip number one, use a stretch stitch on your sewing machine or serger. If you don't use a stretch stitch, your seams will break when the garment is worn because the stitches won't stretch when the fabric stretches. Your sewing machine manual will tell you which stitches work for stretch fabrics, but even a simple zigzag stitch would work. The three-step zigzag or lightning bolt or triple stretch stitches all work. But since each machine is different, you should really look at your manual to see what the best option is. A twin needle is also great for working with stretch fabrics. A twin needle is two needles on one shank. So you can use two spools of thread on your machine and you thread them both through your machine just like normal. With the twin needle, you have to be careful not to get the threads twisted. I would recommend reading your manual just to make sure that you can use a twin needle on your machine, but I think most machines can use the twin. If you have a serger, you can use that to sew your seams together. I always use a four thread serger on my knit seams. You can use three instead of four, but in my experience, they don't hold up as well, especially since I make mostly children's clothing. It needs to last. Now, sergers can't do top stitching. They're just for doing the seams, or you can do like a rolled hem with them. If you look at your ready-to-wear garments like t-shirts and you check the seams, they are likely serged. It gives it a nice professional look. 
If you look at the hems of your ready-to-wear t-shirt, usually you see a double row of stitches on top, and it kind of looks like what the twin needle looks like, but that's actually done on a completely different machine called a cover stitch. And it's similar to a serger, but it does top stitching instead of the seams, and it doesn't have that little knife that cuts the fabric. You can buy combinational serger cover lock machines, but it's kind of a pain to switch between the two. Tip number two, stretch the fabric as little as possible while sewing. If you stretch too much, then your seams get wavy. If you're using a serger, you can adjust the differential feed to help combat wavy seams. If you're using a stretch stitch on a regular sewing machine, you can try a knit presser foot to help, but I honestly don't use those. I've just heard that they work. Make sure that you're supporting the weight of your project so that when you sew, the weight of the fabric isn't pulling and stretching the seam. For me, one of the hardest things to do on my machine is a hem. I always end up stretching the seam, so I really dislike hemming, and that's why I have that blog post that explains five ways to finish a t-shirt hem for people who hate hemming. Okay, tip number three. Use a ballpoint needle and ballpoint pins. This is so that you don't puncture holes in the fabric. The ballpoint end pushes and divides the fibers instead of piercing through them, which is important so that you don't get small tears in your fabric. Tip number four, use a lot of pins to fit two fabrics of different lengths. As you get better at working with knits, less pins will be necessary, but if you're new to knits, use a lot of pins or wonder clips or whatever you're using to fit two edges that have different lengths. If you're sewing um, a neckband or a cuff, you usually have to stretch it to fit onto the garment. Placing pins evenly at the quarter points and then lining the pins up helps you to sew the bands on nice and evenly. And you may even want to do eighth points just to make sure it's super even. If you're aligning edges of a garment that are the same length, then sometimes you don't even need pins. But if you're matching different lengths, definitely use pins or wonder clips. Tip number five, steam is your friend. If your seam looks a bit wonky or stretched out, steam will often help fix it. Using your iron with steam, hover over the stretched out seam. You can also um, actually set the iron down, but you have to be careful of your fiber content because sometimes it can melt the fabric. But you can just hover it over and sort of press your steam button on your iron if you have that, and it will help flatten out those stretched out seams. Tip number six, reinforce. Especially with children's clothes, reinforcing seams with the stretch stitch can really help your garments to last. I always like to do an extra zigzag over the crotch seam of any of my kids' pants. And I do that just within the seam allowance so that you can't even tell it's there, but it's a good way to reinforce the seam. Tip number seven, use appropriate stretch. Using the appropriate stretch means two different things. We can be talking about the direction of stretch, or the percentage of stretch. Both of these things are really important to pay attention to. For most fabrics, the direction of most stretch runs across the fabric from selvage to selvage. If a garment requires four-way stretch, this means it must also stretch from cut edge to cut edge. So if you're working with a pattern that requires a knit fabric, it probably says the direction that the stretch needs to run, And it's really important to follow these directions or the fit of your garment will be off. The percentage of stretch will also usually be specified in the pattern. For example, in the apple tree bunny hug pattern, 
you need at least 50% stretch. The percentage of stretch is also important to get the proper fit. You can determine the percentage of stretch yourself. So this is how you do it. You need a flat ruler and a sample piece of your fabric that's at least four inches wide or four inches long in the direction of stretch. You align the edge of your fabric to the zero mark of your ruler and hold it there with your left hand. And then using your right hand, pinch the fabric at the four inch mark on your ruler and stretch it out as far as it will reasonably go. If the fabric stretches to the five inch mark, that means it has 25% stretch. If it stretches to the six inch mark, it has 50% stretch. If it stretches to the seven inch mark, then 75% and so on and so on, increasing 25% for each inch further that the fabric stretches. So if you need fabric with at least 50% stretch, your four inch section needs to stretch at least to the six inch mark. Another way to do this is with a 10 centimeter section. And then if it stretches to 11 centimeters, it's got 10% stretch, 12 centimeters would be 20% stretch. So if you're using that method, you'd add 10% of stretch for each one centimeter further that it stretches. Okay, that's all my sewing tips, but I asked in my Facebook group, Apple Tree Sewing Patterns, what advice people have for someone who's new to sewing with knits. And Yvonne from blackrabbitfabric.com said this, knits are easy to sew with, just go slow, and a Teflon foot is golden. I haven't personally tried a Teflon foot, but I feel like I really need to now. I, I trust Yvonne. She knows what she's talking about. So if you're having trouble sewing with your knit fabrics, you might want to try a Teflon foot. That's all of my tips for sewing with knit fabrics. Do you have some tips you want to share? Let me know by contacting me through appletreesewing.com contact or find me on Facebook or Instagram at Appletree Sewing. Thanks for listening. 